loan officers. Join the mortgage calculator as an MLO for unlimited mortgage leads and up to 250 BPS compensation. All right, it looks like we are live on all of the different platforms. So we can go ahead and get started here. What we'll do is we'll take the chat off the screen so we can get into it. All right, so welcome everyone. My name is Kyle Hershey. I'm the COO of The Mortgage Calculator, joined here by our president, Nick Hershey, and our sales manager, Jose Gonzalez. We are a correspondent lender that specializes in non-QM loans. Now, we do these loan officer trainings every week. We do a different topic of training, and today we're going to do the CDFI No Ratio Loans. So I'll go ahead and let Jose explain this special program, but this is just one of the type of loans that our loan officers can do. So the mortgage calculator team loan officers out there, all the other loan officers out there, uh, pay attention, amazing program, and definitely a great tool to use when it's needed. So go ahead, Jose, let's talk first about what a CDFI No Ratio Loan is. Awesome. Good afternoon or good evening, everybody. Thank you for joining us for our CDFI training. This is a community-based loan. CDFI is a designation from the U.S. Treasury, uh, which allows certain financial institutions to originate these very special loans that are geared to serve, to lend to underserved and underbanked communities, right? So what does that mean? Well, you know that the Dodd-Frank Act created in 2010 stated that all QM loans, basically primary and second homes, needed to have an income verification component. Well, came to be that they realized that a certain, you know, people were missing out, that there were people that just could not fit into the buckets and they were missing out on the American dream of home ownership. So the U.S. Treasury came up with this program to reach out to those communities that may not meet the regular guidelines of loans. So let's get into it here and go into what is a CDFI loan. Okay, let's get right over there. Right, so what does CDFI stand for? Well, Community Development Financial Institution. That is the U.S. Treasury designation. And you see what the mission is for the CDFI loans. It is basically empowering empowering the homeowners and these underserved communities by providing them access to capital that would normally not be available to them. And this is possible because of the way that this CDFI loan works. This basically a loan that is does not require any income verification nor employment verification now, it's not as easy as it seems. It's not a free-for-all, as I'll show you here in the requirements. But this program is does take a holistic approach to lending where, you know, they're going to look at some of the items 
that may not normally get taken into consideration in a different outside-the-box way, right? Borrower's reputation, their ability to repay, the security for the loan, the borrower's equity contribution, the loan terms versus the loan purpose. Again, that's why when they devise this, they devised it for primary and second homes only because they're not really trying to reach out to investors. They're trying to reach out to homeowners, primary and second home homeowners. So again, focus, like I was mentioning, primary, second homes, low-income individuals, by not targeting any income requirements. By not targeting income requirements, they're opening up the pool of available borrowers, in which case they're still going to have to analyze their credit and the assets and the purpose of the per, you know of the transaction. In this case, it's going to be a purchase rate term or cash out for a primary and second home only. However, do note that Two to four unit properties are allowed. There is not a restriction for just one unit properties. So you will note how they do take into consideration limited income history, which is the way that they get around that by making it a no income requirement loan. And also notice how they get around inadequate income documentation because this is a no income requirement loan. Now, it is not a no credit requirement loan, but the credit guidelines for this program, considering it is a no income verification, no job verification loan, the credit requirements are very relaxed for this program. Very, very relaxed. So what type of transactions are eligible for this? Well, you could do purchases, Keep in mind, maximum 80% LTV on the purchases. You can do rate and term refis as well. They're treated the same as a purchase as far as LTV and CLTV. Note, very important, on the rate and term, there is a limited amount of proceeds that can go out to the borrower. You're looking at either at the lesser of 2% or $5,000. So that is a substantial amount of money that can still go to the borrower and not treat the transaction as a cash out. But there's some very interesting stuff regarding that. Now you can do regular cash out refinance transactions, but here's where it gets very interesting uh, with this product. They can do a debt consolidation refinance where typically we would consider that a cash-out refinance, right? However, if in this debt consolidation cash-out refinance, you can show that there is no cash back actually going to the borrower, you can do this debt consolidation refi, which is essentially a cash-out, but it will be priced and treated like a rate and term refinance transaction. So and that's that's really important because many times we have the bar that you know needs to pay off all those credit cards, you know, they want to be able to not be paying 30% as the interest rates go go up on those credit cards and they have 
equity? Well, then you can do this refi to cash them out, pay off all those debts, credit cards, and as long as they're not netting any any proceeds after closing costs, after paying off the current loan, and after paying off the credit cards, then that transaction is not treated like a cash out. It's treated like a rate and term for pricing purposes and also for the 80% LTV. So that's a really critical component there. Delayed financing is another transaction which some of you may think is a refinance because a delayed finance is a type of refinance that is only applicable when the borrower bought the property without any financing encumbering the subject property. Now, if they had a line of credit on some other property that they own, they could use that to buy this property. And as long as they're buying, obviously, this property as a primary, and then they would be able to do a delayed finance, refinance to recoup the cash, because in essence, that would be a cash purchase of this property with the line of credit from another property. So that would, and in delayed financing, you are allowed to refinance the property. It is not treated uh, like a cash out refinance. And it is treated like a, basically like a purchase. You can go up to the LTV of a purchase. The, The catch on the delayed financing is that the loan amount cannot be greater than the amount of money that you have put into the property for the purchase. And if you've done any upgrades to the property for the purchase, plus the total of the upgrades would be the maximum loan amount that you could do on a delayed financing. The market value would be based, the value for the appraisal would be based on the market value. That's the same as on a rate and term, you know, when you're not cashing out, then the value is based on the market value. There's no seasoning restriction on getting the market value for the appraisal versus the purchase price. That is where delayed financing is special because essentially it allows you to do a cash out without any cash out seasoning requirements on just being able to do the transaction and without any cash out seasoning requirements on the value of the property. Because as you all know, when we do have those seasoning restrictions, the value of the property is usually going to be pinned to the purchase price plus any repairs or upgrades that you would have done to the property. Right, So real important on the delayed financing and real important to, know, to remember the debt consolidation option that's treated like a rate and term and not like a cash out, but it's actually a cash out. Very cool deal. So here's my favorite page. This is similar to my favorite page on a DSCR application, right? Page two, where nothing is applicable, no employment is applicable, no income is applicable. Well, that's the same for this program. This program does not require any income nor employment to be verified for the borrower, right? In fact, a lot of times they make us Take a screenshot of the tax return and remove all of the numbers, right? Besides that the person and their 
name and social, right? So very interesting take here. Absolutely. So keep in mind now, I mean, think of what is the letter of the law for this program and what is the spirit of the law for this program and salt your borrower wisely, right? You want to make sure that they're going to have the ability to repay this loan just because it does not require any income verification nor employment verification doesn't mean that you can just shove anybody in the loan if you, after sizing up their situation, know that they have no resources with which to pay. Just because they have the down payment and the credit doesn't mean they necessarily should get the loan. So again, be mindful and considerate of your fiduciary responsibilities as the loan officer. So what are our credit requirements? Okay, this is, it gets a little interesting too. I did mention the relaxed guidelines for this program. So the minimum, minimum, minimum is 640. I'm going to get into the grid in the next slides, but here, just so that you know, anything lower than a 640 is a no-go, and I don't know how they are about exceptions for this program, but just no minimum 640. Real important to know also zero times 30 on the mortgage history. So if they do have a mortgage history on their credit, they cannot have any 30-day lates in the last 12 months. That should say zero times 30 times 12. In the last 12 months, the mortgage history has to be clean. And if they ask you for a rental payment VOR, it's going to be the same, so make sure that housing history is clean. You'll notice that there is a requirement on trade lines, so if they only have two, they got to have them for at least 12 months. If they only have one, they have to have it for at least 24 months. Please also note that a first-time home buyer can use a 12-month VOR to satisfy one trade line requirement but they're going to require them to have another trade line requirement. That cannot be their only trade line requirement. And here's where some of the leniency that I was talking about as far as credit. This is really where they opened it up, right? Only 12 months seasoning required on a recent foreclosure. That's big. That's really big. Only one, um, oh, excuse me, no seasoning required on bankruptcies. Now, that's really big. Now, mind you, obviously, somebody just did bankruptcy 20% down. I, I get it. Maybe they save up some money, you know, recently. But, you know, just to note, the only thing that the bankruptcy needs to be done is discharged. You got to have the discharge letter stating that it's been formally discharged. No seasoning required, but a discharge letter is a requirement. And here is a real, real interesting one. You only need to pay off collections to totaling over $25,000. That's really big. Most of them, like in you know, the non-Q1 world, we're looking at $2,000. And in FHA, they may say $1,000. And then they, you know, whatever DU says, well, here... Only if it's over $25,000. Under $25,000, it's underwriter discretion. And they probably will request supporting documentation as to what happened. 
you know, the reason it can't just be, I didn't feel like making the payment for a year, but now since I want to buy a house, I'm all good. (laughs) That's exactly what an underwriter is not going to want to see. And then they probably will deny the loan. So there is underwriter discretion on the credit here. If you have any derogatories So any derogatories, supporting documentation needs to be provided. And then you got to hope that the reasoning is acceptable to the underwriter. So here's where we talk a little bit about the grid and what you can actually do combining here into the assets. Now, your assets, they do need to be sourced and seasoned 60 days, right? That's really important. You do, you are allowed up to 6% seller contribution. So that's really interesting as well. Now, here's a change in this product. This product used to allow gift funds for reserves. This product no longer allows gift funds for reserves. So you can use gift funds for the down payment and the closing costs, but not for reserves. And also, for those of you that may have been thinking crypto is not permitted, cash-out proceeds can be used for reserve requirement, though. That's really interesting. And now what you all have have been wondering, well, okay, Jose, but what's our loan-to-value here, right? Well, maximum loan-to-value on a purchase is 80% with a minimum 700 credit score requiring at least 12 months of reserves. So yes, they do allow no income and no employment verification, but they are going to require 20% down and 12 months reserves. If the credit drops below 700, if it's 680 to 699, the reserves increase to 15 months and the LTV drops to 75. 660 credit, the reserves increase to 18 months, and you're looking at 70% LTV. And 640 credit, which is a minimum that I mentioned to you in the beginning, will require 24 months of reserves and 35% down payment. So, yeah, they'll give it to you if you can come up with a hefty amount of change. And then on the cash out refis, Now, purchases and rate and term refis are treated the same. Same LTVs, same credit score grid. Cash outs, obviously, because they are a little bit higher risk and because cash outs are really not the full intent of this program. This program is to, you know, for home ownership purchasing. But if you, you know, are a homeowner that may need a little assistance and a cash out is the way to help you stay in your home. Well, you know, they will allow it, but only up to a 70% LTV with a 740 credit. And it's a 12 month reserve requirement. But remember, cash out proceeds can be used for reserves. 700 credit is 15 months, and 660 credit is 18 months. And the LTV remains 70% on all the options. So, again, this program. Good, as you can see, uh, for circumventing a lot of issues. Now, in tomorrow's training, we're going to actually apply this to uh, you know several real-life situations where we will also show you breakdowns on the interest rates, 
down payment requirements, you know, estimated closing costs, different ways we can use it. But I will tell you that we have used it. Nick has used it on several occasions to 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 loans for crypto owners, right? They have substantial assets, but you know, they're really not claiming the income. So, you know, perfect perfect candidate for this loan. Uh, who's another perfect candidate for this loan? A let's say a a professional they're relocating, you know, let's say one of the many New Yorkers coming to South Florida, they don't have that job yet. They decided, heck, I just got to get down there. I want to get my place already. I want to be situated. I got a bunch of job offers. I haven't accepted one yet. I don't want to rush to the decision, but I want to have my place already. Well, that's a perfect loan if they have the down payment and the reserves and the credit because you know they're going to get that job. They're going to be able to pay for it. They have a track record. So this is a perfect job, perfect loan for them. And another example, I use this option for U.S. national living outside the country, no longer reporting income to the U.S., but they wanted to buy a second home in the U.S. They're no longer living here, but they want to have the second home here for their kids to live in while they're in the university. So they bought they bought a condo in Chicago. That's a great use of this product. So very many ways, very creative. Tomorrow we'll get creative and we'll break it down in detail. All right. That was perfect. It looks like we got a couple questions here. Do we want to pull up the questions here? This one's called the CDFI here. That's what the title of the, the loan is here. It's on our slide here. Uh, there's one there about the cash back. Yeah, I, I don't know explain. what that's. I, I can explain what that's referring that. To. Yeah, that's well. Our the the debt consolidation option that I discussed that's is regarding. Yeah, is a cash out option that can be done and treated like a rate and term if zero net proceeds are going to the borrower. So in other words. If they're if they're getting a hundred thousand dollar loan and they they owe seventy thousand dollars on the property and they're paying twenty thousand twenty five thousand dollars in cards and five thousand dollars in closing costs, they're not gonna get any money back. So we would normally consider that a cash out refi, but in this program, if the borrower is not netting any actual money then they consider it a debt consolidation refi and they let you price it at the price for rate and term and at the LTV for rate and term as well. All right. Oh, and I guess second question is, is the title company paying off all these debts or is a customer? No, definitely those in every cash out that you're doing like that. If you're putting accounts on the application, to be paid off at closing, then those monies need to be held by the title company and the title company needs to pay those accounts off to confirm that that's actually what's going on.
All right. So as Jose said, we're going to do a deep dive into this topic even further tomorrow. So definitely tune in tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern. As I said, we do this every Tuesday and Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern, training for the Mortgage Calculator Team Loan Officers. Any other loan officers out there tuning in to check out our programs and see what we do here at the Mortgage Calculator. So we appreciate everyone tuning in. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Jose. And we'll see you all tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Have a great night. Thanks, everybody. Loan officers, join the mortgage calculator as an MLO for unlimited mortgage leads and up to 250 BPS compensation.